Thanks for joining us for this Field Talk podcast from the Linder Farm Network. I'm your host, Dan Lemke. Many of the state's pork industry leaders gathered in Mankato this week for the annual Minnesota Pork Congress. Among them was Dale Stevermer, farmer from Easton, who's also a member of the National Pork Board. Stevermer joins this Field Talk podcast to talk about some of the priorities of the pork checkoff. Dale Stevermer with the National Pork Board joining me here on the Linder Farm Network. And Dale, uh, busy uh, times here at the Minnesota Pork Congress. And some of the things that uh, you were telling me about that uh, you're working on with the National Pork Board is one of them uh, being sustainability. What, uh, what does that all entail and why is that an issue that you're looking at? Well, for a number for the a number of years, we've been involved and and had an initiative on the on the we care principles, and and adding on to that, I mean, we care principles really looked at um, our our treatment of people and pigs, animal health, and on top of that, um, you know, the the environment. Um, we we keep looking for ways to improve what we do on on each of those items, but we also realize we can't improve anything we don't measure. So, starting in 2020. The pork board had a um, basically a, a small trial of what we can do with a um, consultant company that we that we work with, Sustainable Environmental Consultants out of Des Moines, and we started putting together these on-farm reports, and and that's where the data, the agronomic data for each producer that participates gets put in, and you get a report back as to uh, the the effects on on your land, and and it kind of looks at things like erosion, um, carbon sequestration, and, and some things like that. And also, also tells a story of, you know, on, on erosion, how many, how many truckloads, how many dump truckloads of soil stayed on the farm. Um, we're building that out further and further. We have over 200 producers across the country that have participated. Um, in the state of Minnesota, I believe we're around 40 producers that have participated. And one of the neat things that we can do is we can compile that data. Um, all the all the personal portions of that data is stripped out, but you get an aggregate of this. Um, and and from my eyes, I look at it on a nationwide basis. Same tillage practices, um, land that has seen swine manure has about eighty percent reduction in erosion compared to land that did not. Now, granted, this is all modeling, but you know if if that's even halfway true, a 40% reduction in, in soil erosion is huge. So the building on top of that, last fall we it was announced that Pork Board is, received a, one of the Climate Smart grants from the USDA. And this, brings, this adds on to our $5 million commitment to do these on-farm reports. USDA is now working, working in $20 million over the next five years on these Climate Smart grants. That, that we're developing some protocols for. And on top of that, Nestle Corporation, over the next five years, has committed $10 million a year to add in on this because, because we supply a lot of pork for their pizzas, lasagna. So th- these will be grants that are available to producers in the upper Midwest, um, specifically Missouri, Iowa, and Minnesota. And working on it, it, it includes... Um, not only cover crop and no-till work, which everyone kind of gets boring on, but we're looking at paying producers to apply manure twice a year and, and, and having a nice incentive there and, and also switching over to LED lights and, and, a, and a few other things. So um, look, look for that to be rolling out in the next couple of months. That's just a little teaser, but, 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 but that is coming. 
So I guess what's kind of driving the need for that is that it's consumer-driven, just wanting to uh, make sure that you can kind of quantify the things that growers are doing. What's, what's the motivation behind it? The motivation is um, it kind of seems to be across the board. There hasn't been a ton of yet of consumer requests and, and, paying, and paying more for it. But many companies are looking at, at the goals and, that they have put in for their, their sustainability goals. And now they're looking at their suppliers and, and how, how can they help them get there, which is a scope three portion. So they're looking at their scope three. That's what Nestle did. And, and they came to National Pork Board and said, how can you help us? And, and here's what our commitment would be. Now, also, you were saying that there's some exciting things coming as far as uh, pork marketing uh, that uh, you'll, you'll be undertaking. Touch on those, if you would. Um, yes. Uh, last fall, last December, we committed um, uh, $18 million over the next two years for human nutrition research. Um, this is something that we have, we have part- participated in the last 20 years, but kind of tickled in and did just a little bit. And for comparison... Um, if Pork Board would be doing $500,000 of research in human nutrition, almonds would be doing like six to $8 million a year in human nutrition. So we were, we were sorely lacking in, in coming up with, with new information. Um, at, as we did some, over the last couple of years, did, did some work on the science of everything and started looking at some literature reviews, we're getting a, a number of nutritionists, a number of uh, of professors and, and PhD people looking at it going, uh, pork is the ideal protein. And they really started to get excited about that. So now we're, we're committing to, to spend a lot, invest a lot of money in further nutrition research to build on the science so we can build out the story that, that, that pork is a, is a very good candidate for, um, at this point, even kind of looks like mental acuity and, and a, a couple additional things as we as people look at at new, um, as food as being medicine. And uh, obviously, uh, one of the things that you've uh, had for an issue for a number of years and continue to uh, spread the word on and, and try to keep front of mind is is disease prevention and especially uh, African swine fever, which is not too far from the U.S. borders, but hopefully uh, far enough away that it uh, doesn't get here. Tell me about the ongoing efforts with that uh, issue. From from what the pork board has done is, uh, we've we've worked a lot developing a, a software package that uh, called AgView that that really assists with traceability of of the pigs, and and this is important in the case of, of an outbreak that that there can be information going to each um, state animal health official, and and just showing on each from each operation the movements of pigs and maybe even feed coming in uh, that that helps reduce the size of, a, of an elimination zone or anything like that so you know but it but it's vital that they know this um, our, our friends in the poultry industry learned in 2015 how vital it is um, and unfortunately last year they also it, it's kind of the same thing so we're kind of looking at at what the poultry industry has had to deal with and and we also know that asf has some of the same types of would cause some have some of the great impacts so we're trying to get out ahead but we also need to make this work we need producers to participate in that 
um, develop a secure pork supply. And then not only that, but in, encourage you to get in, involved in, um, in U.S. SHIP, which is a, a, a swine health information program, so that we can really look at, you know, what is the biosecurity on, on the farm, and and what and be able to do some some of this traceability work on the animals from birth to market. So very involved in the, the ultimate goal of making sure that it doesn't uh, is something that hopefully never has to uh, impact growers here in the U.S. Well, well, exactly, and and I, I certainly applaud the work that the USDA has done, and and was you know with support from MPPC to to keep concentrating on the fact that. The, the best thing we can do is to keep this disease out of the farm, out, out of our country, and that includes in the in the in the feral pig population. So, keep excluding it from the U.S. is our best defense. But having this other background and backup information may help us with other endemic diseases that we get to deal with, such as our favorite purse. Thanks for listening. Find other podcasts and sign up for our electronic newsletter at linderfarmnetwork.com and get the latest in farm news and information daily from your local LFN affiliate.